Okay, I'll start off by uh, welcoming everybody to Yeshiva. Welcome to new students. Welcome to the continuing students. So, what do we come here for? Why are we here? So, you all come from far and wide to grow, to change. I say you have come from far and wide. But the question is, what do we mean exactly when we use the pronoun you? You, a person, every human being, is a complex matter. When we speak of you, we mean your brain, we mean your heart, your soul, your body. Every human being has lots of different components. And when we examine what we mean by the soul, we find that in Jewish hashkafa, there's a difference. We compartmentalize. There's a neshoma. There's a nefesh. So, you have come. But the question is, has all of you come? Or maybe just a part? Maybe just a fragment? And if so, which fragment? We're going to talk a little bit about identifying the different parts of you, we, everybody, and trying to understand how they fit in to the project, to the task that we have taken upon ourselves to come to Yeshiva, to learn, to learn Torah, to grow through the Torah. Right? What does that mean for us? In the first two partials of Shema, we find that the Torah commands us twice to teach our children Torah. The first parsha of Shema it says, "Vishinantam levanecha v'dibartoba." Vishinantam, you should teach them well to your children and speak divrei Torah. And in the second parsha of Kriyat Shema it says, "V'limadetem osom es benechem l'daberbam." You should teach your children. To speak in the words of Torah. Are these two commands identical? Are they the same? So if we look at Rashi, we'll see that they're not at all identical. That they're really addressing, being addressed to two different people and addressing two different aspects, two different levels of the education that we must educate our children in order to bring them into the world of Torah. We'll start with the second parsha of Kriyashma, because that is the one which chronologically comes first in the education of a child. Rashi says, says in the Pasuk, Says Rashi, from the time when your son, when your child knows how to speak. We're talking about a young child, two, three years old. Lamdehu, teach him. Torah tzivo lanu Moshe. Teach him a fundamental pasuk. Moshe taught us the Torah. She has a limu diburo. This should be how he learns how to speak. This should be the vocabulary. This should be the conceptual framework which 
he was learning how to speak. Mikan Omer, the rabbis have said, Kishatinok Matchil Daber, when the child starts to speak, Aviv Mesiachimo Beloshon HaKodesh. His father should converse with him in the holy tongue. Umelamdo Torah. And teach him Torah. Now, what does it mean to converse in the holy tongue? I don't believe that it's a mandate that everybody should start speaking Hebrew to their children. It would be a very wonderful thing if we could, but not everybody can, and that's not what, I don't think, what Chazal meant when they said, Messiah Lashon HaKodesh. Messiah Lashon HaKodesh is something much more fundamental. It's to teach them the basic vocabulary of how a Jew is supposed to think the basic conceptual ideas of how is a Jew supposed to think. Torah Tzivah Moshe. There's a lot of different things, a lot of different ways of looking at the world, of categorizing things in the world, of putting things in different boxes and how they relate to each other. And each one is, and there's a Jewish way to do it, and there's a not such a Jewish way to do it. I once read a study that was done, they administered IQ tests to the children in Mea and they did well below average. One of the questions that they asked was, they gave you a bunch of fruit, and how would you categorize them? And the children in Meishorim, I say, well, a banana? It goes together with a cucumber and a tomato. Right? But most normal people in the world say, no, a banana goes together with the apple and the pear. Right? But no, but in your Meishorim, Bore pri adoma, bore pri That's how you categorize things, right? It's a mission in Brochus. Everybody knows that, right? Everybody should know that, any man, right? That's the, that, that's the kind of thing that, that when you imprint it in the mind of a child, this is the way, this is the reality of the world, right? The reality of the world is that a banana is more like a tomato than it is like, a, like an apple. Today, the need is even greater because many people can't even categorize men and women properly. Right? You put a, give it an IQ test, you, know, you put a, maybe a boy, and you say, there's a man and a woman. Which, where, where does the boy go? Probably the answer that the IQ test wants is to be determined. So therefore, you've got to teach kids how to think straight, what, how the world goes. We have to teach them basically basic things. I've been following the news to my... Uh, Shagrim, as they say. Um, did you know that the state of Israel is going crazy over the fact that the Jew- that the junior soccer team has come in third place in the world uh, in the junior World Cup? Uh, I, I'm trying to teach my children and my grandchildren that that is not a significant event, but for at large, taking up most of the newscasts. We have to teach them lots of things. We have to teach them that Talmidei Chachamim are more important than billionaires. That Tzadikim are to be more, valued more than nuclear physicists. We have to teach them about Bitochon and Hashem, that Hashem runs the world, and that everything is, to the minutest details, is run by HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the world. All of this goes into the idea of Tchilas Diburo Beloshon HaKodesh. You start speaking to a child Beloshon HaKodesh, and you turn him into the kind of person who can, is open to learning Torah. Because when you do this properly, you turn your child into a kli, into a vessel. 
after the parents have done their job, then they can bring him to the Rebbe. They can bring him to the teacher and declare, we have prepared a proper plea. And now it is your job, the Rebbe's job, to fill that plea with the content of the Torah. The Rebbe has a mitzvah then, which is the first part of Kriyashma, Vishinantam Livanecha Vidibartabam, because as Rashi says, Vishinantam Livanecha, Eiluha Talmidim. These are Talmidim. And it says, Vishinantam Livanecha, you have to teach them very well, Shayu Divrei Torah Mechudodim Vifiko, that the word should be sharp in your mouth, and they should, the education should be a very thorough education. But that has to come as the second step. That comes after we have spoken to the child and taught the child that his basic concept, conceptualizations of the world should be below Shana Kodesh. The Gemara in Masechet Tainis brings out this point in a very famous story. The Gemara tells us that there was a, tells us, we're in the Tainis of Zion, the Gemara tells us of a dialogue between Barte de Kaisa, the daughter of the emperor, and of Yoshua ben Hanania. Now it was known, the Gemara is known, that Rabbi Yoshua ben Hananiah, the great Tanner Rabbi Yoshua, was uh, not a good-looking person. He was, we'll call him ugly. Okay. And she said to him, the daughter of the Kaysar, Oh, chokhmah mefu'ara b'chleim mefu'ar. Right? Such wonderful wisdom. And she, she appreciated his wisdom. They had had conversations before. Such a wonderful wisdom, such beautiful wisdom in such an ugly vessel. And he says to her, won't read it inside, he says to her, your father, right, the, the emperor, right, where does he put his wine? How does he store his wine? What kind of vessels does he store his wine? And she said, in earthenware vessels. And he said, that doesn't make any sense. You guys are choshev, you're rich, you have everything in the world that you want. Why don't you put the wine in gold and silver vessels? That's more fitting for your state, for your status. And so she did. And what happened when you put wine in gold and silver vessels? It gets sour. It goes bad very quickly. So she did this, and the wine went bad. And then her father says, well, yeah, who did this stupid thing? Put this wine in the, in the golden vessels. Right? And she says, so he says, who told you to do this? And so she said, well, Rabbi Yeshua told me to do it. Right? <laughs> and so she says, so he calls him in. He says, right? why, why did you say this to him? Because right? I, so Rabbi Yeshua ben Chananya says, I said to her exactly back what she said to me. Right? She said, a beautiful Torah in an ugly vessel, uh, which is not fitting. So I said, okay, so put the beautiful Torah in the beautiful vessel. So the point being, as the Gemara says, that Dafka, in a lowly vessel, that's where Torah is supposed to be kept. And so she says back to him, but there are people who are good-looking and they learn Torah. And he said back, but if they would be ugly, they would know even more Torah. That was the end of the Gemara. Okay, so don't go running to the mirrors right now to see what you're holding. But that's, that's what it says in the Gemara. So, now, this is relevant. How is it relevant to us? Because even for us who were raised more or less 
with the dictates of Limaritem Osomes Benechem from childhood, where we, we, we were exposed to Torah, but we need to be constantly reminded to think Jewish. Especially in today's world, where the engineering consciousness, engineering, social engineering, are making us crazy, right? We have to do our best, and we have to constantly fight the battle to maintain our stability, maintain our sanity in the world of which is falling apart. And if it's true on a certain level for everybody, Tavachomer, it's true, for those who are amongst us, whose first words were not Lishon HaKodesh, whose minds were engineered Lechatchila, to think in an anti-Jewish and anti-reality categories. And so this is something that we all have to bring to mind, that we have to have the first step of the before we have the Vishinantam Levanecha. So, you guys have come, and I'm sure that most of you consider yourselves to be adults. And you want to learn adult Torah, the kind that is mandated by Vishinantam Levanecha in the first parsha, Eloah Talmidim. And we'll do our best to help you do that. But we must bear in mind that that can only be successful if the proper kli has been prepared. If we delve a little bit more deeply into that Gemara and Tainis, we see yet another dimension, and the idea that we must prepare a suitable kli. Because just before the story of, of Rabbi Yoshua, the Gemara says, Omar Reb Oshia, Lola nimshulu divrei Torah lishlosha mashkin halolo. Why are divrei Torah, the words of Torah, compared to these three mashkin, these three beverages that we drink. Mayim, water, yayin, wine, chalav, milk. The more brings psukim to show that Torah is compared to these three, to, to water and to wine and the milk. Lo to tell you. Mashlosha mashkin halolu ein miskaimin ela bepochos Just as these three mashkin are only going to be able to be kept Right, without spoiling, in the lowly vessels, in earth, earthenware vessels, so, avdivrei Torah, ein niskaimin, ela bimisha daito, shfolo. Divrei Torah, you're only going to be miskayim, you're going to only have to be able to grasp onto your Torah, to keep your Torah, for a person who is humble, a person who has humility. And that's why the Torah, that's why Torah is compared to the mashkin, to, to those kinds of things that we drink, which can only be kept in some, in a place where it's, the, where, where there is a novel. The message is that a necessary component of the kli that we're talking about, that the person has to prepare himself to be the vessel for Torah, is that kli must have midos tovos. With a nova, with humility, being the paramount example in this Gemara. Chazal tell us, Derech Eretz Kodmo Torah. And Derech Eretz Kodmo Torah, Derech Eretz precedes Torah, and Derech Eretz means, one of the meanings is, Derech Eretz means the Midos Tovos, the good character traits that we have to develop, which have to be a prerequisite, and they have to precede the Torah that we learn. Moshe Shapiro, Zechert Sadat Levrocha, points out a contradiction. On the one hand, 
the Rambam tells us that the mitzvahs that we have to keep, even if they were already kept by the Avos, before Matan Torah, before the Torah was given, but we are not obligated because the Avos kept those mitzvahs. For instance, right, the Rambam there is in, in, in Masechet Chulin is talking about the mitzvah of Gid Hanashe. Right, that sciatic nerve that we don't eat. It says in the Gemachumish and Parashas Vayishlach that after the Yaakov struggled with the angel and, the, and he walked away limping, so it says that the that the, uh, that the Jewish people, the Bnei Yisrael, do not eat the Gid Hanashe. Says the Rambam, we don't eat the Gid Hanashe, not because Yaakov and his sons didn't eat the Gid Hanashe. We don't eat the Gid Hanashe because it was commanded as a mitzvah and, uh, to Moshe Rabbeinu at Mount Sinai not to eat the Gid Hanashe. That's what obligates us. What happened before? That happened before. We circumcise our children not because Hashem told Avram to circumcise his children. We circumcise our children because it was given to us at Sinai that this is an obligatory mitzvah on every Jew to circumcise his child. That's on the one hand. So our mitzvahs are all related back to Matan Torah and not to what preceded Matan Torah. On the other hand, the Rambam says in Hilchas Deus, the Rambam, when he talks about having good mitos, having good character traits, he takes us back to a Pasuk in Sefer Bereshis and Parashas Vayero, where HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, just before Hashem is about to destroy Storm and Amora, Hashem says, how can I hide, how can I conceal what I'm going to be doing from Avram Avinu? Ki yedati, because I know and I love Avram Avinu, and I know Asher Yitzavah is one of his that he will command his children and his household after him, the Shomru Derech Hashem, and they will keep the ways of Hashem, the, the path of Hashem. Says the Rambam, the Shomru Derech Hashem, that's the Midos Tovos that we have to have. We have to have the good character traits because that's what Avram Avinu taught us. Right? When the Ovos, how they behaved, they, how they interacted with themselves, between themselves, how they interacted with others, that's the model for us and that's what obligates us to behave in that way. So now the question is, but the Rambam has already told us that all the commandments come to us only from Moshe and Sinai and not from what preceded. So the answer is that there's a big difference between the Midos and the Mitzvos. The Mitzvos that we have, that's from Sinai. But before a person can receive the Mitzvos, before we can accept the Mitzvos, before you can even talk to a person about Mitzvos, the foundation has to be in place. The foundation has to be in place that a person has developed to a certain degree a positive character trace which will make him into the kind of person who can hear Torah. (coughs) The Midos are attributes and qualities. This is, Chaim Vital says this, they're attributes and qualities of the lower strata of the human personality, of the nefesh. And they must be firmly established and determined before the higher neshama can connect with the Torah received by Moshe. And so therefore we have to have these characters, right? The Derech Hashem, such as truthfulness, generosity, 
courage, zrizus, alacrity. They have to have these, these mitos have to be in place before we learn the Torah. And Rechaim Vital even goes so far as to say that they're far more important than the Torah, because, than the mitzvahs of the Torah, because we find in Chazal that Chazal speak about people who have bad mitos, right, and say far worse things about them than people who transgress the mitzvahs of the Torah. So we have to, and this is the re- resolution of the contradiction, the Ovos, that's what gave us the foundation. The Ovos are our fathers. They were the ones who we learn from, as we said in the second part of Kriyashma, the fathers have to teach the good Midos. The fathers have to teach the foundation of making the Kli, making the into the vessel. That's what the Ovos did for us. They made us into the Kli, which can receive the Torah. And then when the Jewish people were left in Mitzrayim after having gone through the centuries of slavery and they prepared themselves at Har Sinai after the leaving, leaving Mitzrayim and going, and going to Mount Sinai, at that time, after all of that had happened, the Jewish people was already in a situation where they could receive the Torah and could become part of them and then the Shamas could accept the Torah. So yes, at Chappelle's, we teach skills, we teach content, we teach Torah. But that only has meaning and significance if the proper Kli is prepared. And that's why we have Shmuzas, we have Musarvadim, we have a Hashkofa class at 9.15 every morning because we can't neglect the Kli. And that's why Tefillah is so crucial because Tefillah is not only a mitzvah. Tefillah is also a midah. It's a virtue of the soul to be connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu so that it's a natural thing for you, for us, to turn to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and when we need Him, when we have a difficulty, when something is on, on our minds, it's, that is a midah tova that we should learn from the Avos. The Avos pray. So when we learn the mitzvah of tefillah, we don't learn from the Avos. The mitzvah of tefillah, we learn from the Torah of Moshe Rabbeinu that was given on Sinai. But the midah of tefillah, we have to learn from the Avos. And that is something which is plays a central role in the yeshiva. That's why it's so important that we all daven together and get here on time and be able to participate in the tefillahs. And that's why Bein Odom Lechavero is such an important part of our yeshiva training. It's the camaraderie. It's the idea that everyone has the mutual desire to see that everyone else in the yeshiva succeeds also. And that's the central bedrock of, of, of our identity. But it's not a situation, it's not a place where there's a competition. I learn better than him, and therefore I'm better, and therefore... I I can do something, I get more recognition. Just the opposite. The more that we think not only about our own success, but we take time and effort to ensure that everybody else in the base Medrash also succeeds in what they are trying to do, what they are trying to accomplish. This creates the unity, this creates an aftus, this creates the kli, which will be that vessel which will be able to accept the Torah. So to conclude, yes, you, the adult, came to learn Torah in a yeshiva. 
But don't forget that with the adult comes a child who needs to learn how to speak Lashon HaKodesh. And you, the head, the brain, came to grasp Torah. But don't forget that it will only work if you bring your heart along to join the effort. So together, the one Hashem, the one God, gave us His one Torah to us, Am Yisrael, that unique nation which knows how to integrate the heart and the brain, the child and the adult, body and soul, ultimately heaven and earth, and may we all have a successful Zman, bringing all of us, and when we say, you came to learn Torah, it's the whole integrated human being, every single part of us will be dedicated to learning the Torah, and that way we will surely be successful and be able to accomplish our maximum.